Welcome to Thrive in Business Together with Nikki and Ness. We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country, the Yuggera and Bunurong people of Brisbane and Melbourne respectively, where Nikki and I both work and live. There's a quote that I heard recently by a guy called Greg Plitt. Never heard of him before this, but the quote is the thing that matters. When every action has a purpose, every action has a result. And I love that quote because it really gets me thinking around the kinds of actions we take in business and what we're doing every day in order to be able to have an outcome or a result. And how do we identify what matters the most? There's many a time throughout my career where I have worked on things and done actions that have resulted in probably nothing much (laughs) or (laughs) the whole concept that a non-action is an action. So when we think about when we don't take action on something, the result that we're getting is is a direct relation to the non-action. So if I'm in business, me in the early days, I'm in business and I'm not doing outward conversations and sales conversations and I'm avoiding them, then that means the result is there's no money coming into the business. So every action, I'd always say that quote updated, is every action and non-action allows you to receive a result. So it just got me thinking around what is it that we've learned over the years that we help our clients with, that we see works out there in order to be able to work out what actions do I need to focus on? Where should I be paying attention? And how do I do action with purpose so that it actually gets the result that I want? So I'm going to throw open the discussion and over to you, Nikki. What comes to mind when I talk about that kind of world of actions with purpose getting results? Yes. Uh, thank you, Ness. Such an important topic. I also remember early days of my business. Joe Pane, one of our mentors, he shared this concept of action and non-action. And it was such a game changer because we have to take accountability and responsibility, not just for the action, as you said, but the non-actions as well. And the other thing that I think that really helped then over the years, get very clear on this action with purpose, because we know that everybody listening, you're working hard, like you're out there, you're doing the do, you're passionate, you want your business to succeed and it is succeeding and you're curious about that next level of growth. And we also know that a lot of the times action is being taken, but it's not action with purpose, meaning it's not action that is aligned to a greater good and outcome. As an example, this is just one right, one way. So what come, or one example, what comes to mind there for me, Ness, is so often I see teams and have done for the last couple of decades Teams are working their butts off. The leader or the business owner are working so hard. And yet it feels like there's almost this feeling of, oh, what for? I'm really busy. I'm doing a lot of stuff. The volume is there, but what for? And we could dissect this in a couple of ways. You might even have uh, business goals. You might have business goals in place and you still have this feeling. So you've got to really, I like that we're going through this in a bit more detail, Ness, because I think there's a couple of aspects as a business owner or leader that is listening. You need to understand the purpose, which could be the overarching goal. It could be the vision. It's not just the goals, the outcomes, the targets. It's the purpose in the business. It's the mission. Like some businesses have a vision, mission, purpose. 
Some have all, some have a purpose. It doesn't matter. That's up to you. For what purpose are you doing this? When you know that, and when you're able to pass that on to your team and share that with your team and get your team excited, then you're able to really feel like every action you take matters because it does. And you can see the picture as to why. Uh, oftentimes, people, instead of the action with purpose, we ask business owners a lot, Ness, what's the most important thing in your business? Is it the goal vision? Is it the structure? Is it the people or is it the implementation? And so often, of course, which is great to hear, the answer we get is people. But what these business owners and leaders don't realize is you have to have all of those four areas in place in order to take care of and engage your people. Do you find the same thing in the conversations? Not just, of of course, in this business, we've found the same thing, but this is something that you and I both have really focused on at least for the last 10 years Um, and probably unconsciously before. Absolutely. And I actually think that the the interesting thing here is that it applies to business. It also applies to outside of business. So you think about a goal that you have wanted to do in life. I think about in the past when it was all about wanting to get married. And so everything you're doing is working towards that, Or, or it could be about having children, or it could be about going on a holiday or buying a house. And all of a sudden you get disciplined, you get focused, you get, you work towards that goal, that target. And it impacts so many other areas on your life because you've made a decision and you understand what's driving it. And this in business is so important. I was talking with one of our corporate clients recently in a coaching session and and one of the team members raised that she was feeling really disconnected and unmotivated at work because the project she just finished up had deep meaning to her. She understand the outcome and the purpose of that program and project and was a big part of making it happen. So it took up so much time, effort and energy over a period of time, but then the end date came. And so now she's moved on to some behind the scenes work, just as important to the business, but she wasn't connected to it. She didn't really see, she goes, I don't see the purpose in what I'm doing anymore. And I've realized that was what get me going. And so I had a conversation with her about how can she find her own purpose to that, but also how can she take responsibility to go and seek out what the meaning is? So if it's not clear in her mind, are we opening the space as leaders for our team to come and feel comfortable to ask the question around, help me understand how I, what the work I'm doing right now and how is that impacting? How is that having a ripple effect out there for our clients, our customers or other team members? So I think it's a two-way street. We've got to be really clear as leaders and help our teams to buy into the purpose around what they're doing so that it makes the decision-making easier. And setting someone up to succeed is helping them understand the priorities in order for them to make the best choices to proceed with action with purpose. Because otherwise, we end up micromanaging because you're conducting your team in a way that is telling them just the next step. And when we only know the next step, we then need to keep coming back after that next step and say, what's the one after that? And what we really want to do is to be able to show the whole journey, the whole outcome for our people so that they understand, oh, okay, that step is linked to that step and that's why that step matters. Is that even making sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what comes to me there as well is this whole thing, it's almost humanizing it. So there's a few things that that, that reminds me of and I think about an analogy of, say, the production of making a pen. If you think about manufacturing a pen and there's a production line and somebody's 
I don't know about actually productions of Pan, if anyone's listening. <laughs> I, this may be factually incorrect, but let's go with it as a story. There's somebody on a one area of the production line that's uh, focusing on the casing of the pen. Another is the tip. Another is the ink in the middle. And if it's only that one section of that thing that you're creating and you don't get to see the end goal, the outcome, or what that, that could be a beautiful pen that you're creating. And even further than that, what is that pen giving to people? How do people use it? How does it impact their lives? How do they? So it's about the thing. And then it's about what that thing does. And that's just a really easy analogy to explain, I think, what you're talking about here, because we have to take the time to show that bigger picture. And also what comes up here is thinking naturally as a leader or business owner, you might naturally talk more about numbers and goals, or you might naturally talk more about impact and people and humanizing. And what we're saying here is you've got to actually do both. So does your team understand not just the vision of your business, the goals, the numbers, of course, the targets, also the vision, the purpose, and what's the impact of that vision and those goals coming to life? So I literally just wrote down numbers and impact goal. If you really want to create an engaged team that is autonomously driving action with purpose, which let's look at this from a business effectiveness point of view, you're going to have cost savings, you're going to have greater efficiencies, less time wastage, all of that. There's a lot of business benefits here and it just might be a bit more enjoyable to come to work and people are having a good time because they can see that bigger picture. Are you stuck in the busy trap or on Juggle Street being all things to all people despite having a team? Or perhaps your business is feeling chaotic. Do the mini business health check to get 10 strategies in under 10 minutes so you can get time freedom back, experience peak performance, and finally, leverage smart growth in your business. Head over to b2businesstogether.com.au forward slash health check. And if you're ready for us to help in a more hands-on way, Email us at hello at businesstogether.com.au and we'll set up a time to chat. I'm, I'm curious, do you have any personal examples? Just to kind of look at this sort of contrast, we're very aligned with our targets and vision and impact goals here, but have you ever personally experienced and can you share what that was like where perhaps it wasn't like that? Yeah, for sure. I think when I went into my first business and... <laughs> I don't know how I survived. But anyway, I did. You're here. Like, you did. Here. 100% success rate. That's right. I had a business coach in the early years and that was amazing because I really truly needed guidance and support and help 100%. I remember being in my first few months of business and working as a leader in corporate in years gone by. Although I was in a senior level of leadership, I always had someone above me. So I could always ask the question. I'm sitting in my home office one day, looking over both shoulders and realizing there is no one to ask. It's just little old me and I didn't have any answers. So yes, I had a coach and it was amazing. However, what I discovered was I was letting somebody else determine the outcomes and the purpose of what work I was focusing on. So the action with purpose that I was doing was about satisfying what somebody else was suggesting around how I should be doing business. And when I reflect on that, how that played out was if something didn't align with me, and when I say align with me, it's that gut instinct or that feeling you get that's eek, that's not quite right. 
I would push forward and do it because that's what I should be doing and that's what I've agreed to do. But the reality was because it didn't feel purposeful, like I couldn't quite either buy into the vision that was provided to me that I said I wanted, or I I didn't understand how the activities I was doing was going to get me an outcome that I wanted. And so if I pushed ahead, what I found is one, I'd probably avoid it like the plague. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be the kind of thing that just goes on the bottom of the to-do list all the time. And then I feel really bad because the next time I catch up with my coach, I'm going, oh, I haven't done anything. Or I'd give it a go, but I'd be half-assed. And then what would end up happening would be I would feel like I failed at it and I'd beat myself up and blah, 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 blah. downward spiral we go. So what I'm realizing the as time goes on, particularly in our business, Nick, because we are so focused and clear on our purpose inside and outside of work. We're very clear on what our boundaries are in business. We are super clear on how we help people and who we want to work with. And so now when we work with our business mentor and there's suggestions given, which is what we seek in business when we're wanting to get different results, I don't know about you, but I'm much more trusting of my gut instinct to say, happy to give it a go if I can see the purpose and if it aligns to what we want to create in our business and the clients we want to work with. And I know we've had these conversations where we've even agreed to hit particular targets, for example, and then I just find this resistance coming up. So come back together with you and having the conversation helps me to either reconnect it to purpose because I've lost my vision a bit, or it's something that you and I both end up agreeing on, well, let's pause that or park that because it's not feeling like it's aligning. So the action we're taking is not clear on how it's going to get us the result that we want to get. Yes, it'll get a result, but is it actually the result that we want? Because there are so many other things that could go in its place. And I think that the reason why we're so clear is the work we've done to get clear, but also the way that we plan our weeks and how we go about structuring what we focus on. Because we're constantly coming back Every single Monday or Friday, depending on when we do our top five to thrive, when we look at the week ahead, we are doing activities that move us closer to the goal. And that's what we teach our clients. It's the one thing this week in relation to that goal that's going to get you just one step further. So I do feel like not only am I aligned because I'm clear on the vision because we set the vision, the alignment continues day in, day out because of the structure that we put in place to ensure that we're remembering those goals. Because it's very easy to set some goals and a vision in your business and then just get stuck into the weeds of doing that you have lost sight. And that's where the mouse wheel stuff happens. You just feel like you're going around and around and around, but you're actually not getting anywhere. And I hate those days. I used to have them in corporate. I would tick a whole heap of stuff off my to-do list, but it made no major impact on people or the outcome. And I think that is key for us as owners or leaders to be clear on that and have a structure that helps us bring it back because then it becomes in the choices we make every day, we're either working towards or moving away from that goal. Yeah. And also you said it made no impact but maybe it did. You just don't know. Because also what I'm hearing in this is as a business owner or leader, you're listening to this. If you are not clear, if you're not clear and hearing Ness, there's so much in that in terms of the perspective of a leader or business owner, 
and a team member. Because if you're not clear, how on earth are your team going to be clear? How on earth can you create consistency in these structures so that they can show up? And they might be feeling like they're not making an impact, but maybe they are. Maybe you were and you just didn't even know in what way. Maybe not. How do we be confident to actually be able to answer that question? And you also talked about that behavior of avoidance. We talk a lot with our clients about creating a coaching culture and upskilling people and team members. And if you're finding that your team members are avoiding a certain task and you're thinking, oh, that's so frustrating, like whatever the emotion might be around that, why don't you just do it? But there's always a reason behind Mm. it. They're not buying in. They're not engaged. Why is that? What's the purpose for that? All of these things are clues that perhaps Even if you're really clear on the aspects that we're talking about around the vision, the purpose, why it matters, the impact, et cetera, your team might not be. Or if you're listening to this and going, oh gosh, I relate to Nessa's early days in business, then that's feedback for you. Because if you truly want to create an engaged, thriving team that can be autonomous and tap into that place of peak performance, then this really matters. There are so many things that we can be doing day-to-day tasks. There's a I love one of our uh, first things that our current mentor, Janine Garner, shout out, you're amazing. Go friendly, stalk her as well. One of the first things she said to us, you can, just because you can do everything doesn't mean you should do everything. Yeah. And that's the same with the tasks. So that to-do list is never ending. Reality is every person that is watching or listening to this podcast, we have a to-do list that goes for eternity. We're never going to get to the end of the to-do list. So yes, we have to learn how to manage it, but we really have to learn how to prioritize it. So really some very key points there, Ness. And also I'd love for you to share, and I think this is going to feed into a little bit of our actions, actionable action at the end. But I know one of the things that I really, I love about your coaching style and what you bring to the business is your deep questioning. (laughs) So I can tend to be, ah, that's done. Carry on, move on. That's rush. But it's, hold up a second. It's the Mm. deep questioning. So Ness will be like, hold on a second. Let's not rush off yet. Let's just go a little bit deeper around this. And I think it would be really valuable for you to share some of these decision-making questions. When we've talked about, this is all great. We've talked about, I've got to prioritize. I've got to be clear what it's aligned to. I can't do everything. Just because I can do everything, I shouldn't do everything, all of that. But how do we know what, aside from the structure around the weekly five to thrive, how do we know what are the most important things to put on that structure, to choose for the five to thrive, to share with the team? Any tips on that? Yeah, absolutely. And what I love about this is, when you just said all of that, know the purpose, it's like, I can imagine that if somebody's listening and they don't know the purpose and they don't know, or they haven't, let's be honest, they just don't have time to sit down and really get all that information in their head. Because it does take a a step back, right? You've got to step out of the business to work on the business in order to be in the business. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what I find around some great decision-making questions that you can ask yourself in the moment. So the moment of sitting there looking at your to-do list that has so many different priorities on it and you're in procrastination mode, overwhelm mode, I need to get on and do something mode, but I don't know what matters right now. I think a few really poignant, I don't even know how to say that word, really important (laughs) (laughs) questions. One of them is what matters the most right now? So when you sit back and answer that question, It could be what matters the most right now is managing me, walking outside and taking a micro moment, changing my state, 
taking time out. That could be what matters the most right now. Or it could help you determine, actually, we've got this coming up, or this is a deadline, or this is a priority, and that gets that gets a decision made straight away. And I think the flip of that is what matters the least right now. Because sometimes, and I have done this, I will work on what matters the least because it feels like I can tick things off and I can feel achieved. But the reality is they don't matter as much as what other things do. Does it make sense? Yeah. That's that comfort zone, isn't it? Like I think about it might be sorting out your emails because it just is a place of comfort in that you don't have to think very much or it's easy to do. But is it really... Is it, does it really matter right now? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I think the other one that I love and ask a lot, and I got better and better at asking this, is this action that I'm about to do taking me closer towards my goal or is it moving me further away from my goal? And that means that you need to be clear on your goal, but also it really does help to determine whether it's a distraction because we all know what a shiny bright light looks like. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Yeah, let's go up and do this. And talking to different leaders within their own businesses or even with teams, that can change and vary, but we all have a shiny bright light. So really centering, coming back and going, hang on, I know what my goal is. Am I moving towards it or moving further away from it by spending my time doing this? And it's that old beauty of, it, it helps you determine what the purpose is behind the action. But it also helps you to say, if I say yes to this, what do I say no to? Mm -hmm. So if I'm saying yes to going out for coffee instead of working on this, what am I saying yes to and what am I saying no to? If I say yes to my team interrupting me because I haven't got a structure around when they can come to see me when I'm available, am I then saying no to being home for dinner? or no to being able to go out and catch up with my girlfriend and go to the movies tonight because I'm making choices throughout the day that are actually not assisting me to get to the outcome that I want to by the end of the day. And this is where I think boundary setting comes into play because we can set a boundary when we understand the purpose of why we're setting that boundary. So people want to be available to their team And they want to have an open door policy and be approachable and come and ask me anything at any time. But if the reality is by saying yes to that, it's moving you further away from your goal of being able to feel like you have the time freedom to get out of work on time or the time freedom to focus on the things that you believe matter the most in the business, then actually that decision that you make in that moment to work on that action over something else is going to get you a result that perhaps you're not actually going for. So these questions can be asked in a moment and answered and have them on a sticky note somewhere because sometimes the step back bit, there's just not time for that. I hear you as well, because yes, if you don't have the purpose or you haven't done it for a while, all the things we talked about, it can just be that self-perpetuating cycle of it's too hard, it's too much, it's easier just to do nothing. I remember talking to one of our clients when we were chatting about what was the reason that she said yes to the business diagnostic. And it was very much because she noticed the behavior, the pattern was I'm feeling so overwhelmed and I'm noticing internally this feeling of it's just, it's that freeze, fight, 
flight. That's I'll, It's just easier to do nothing. I'll put my head in the sand. And there was a tipping point was like, actually, something needs to change here. Uh, so I think that's really important. And also, I feel like there's, we're talking about action with purpose here, ultimately. How do you wait, make sure that the action you take and your team makes is aligned with purpose? We could also add to that, it's boundaries with purpose. We could also add to that, it's non-action with purpose, like actually choosing the non-action, consciously saying, I know I'm not doing that and I'm okay with it. I'm just going to park it. Or I know because it's an unresourceful behavior. So just to uh, recap those questions for our lovely listeners, we've got, uh, you asked what matters most right now? And then the flip of that, what matters least right now? I really love that because that can identify that unconscious pattern or behavior that we don't realize we're doing, like the actually the admin tasks, you could be outsourcing, but you know how to do it without even thinking. And I think then think about if you find yourself actually doing that task that that matters the least right now, ask yourself why, because it could just be because that's a little break in the day. It could be because you're feeling really useful doing it, even though it's not uh, impacting the end goal. Then you asked, is this taking me closer to my goal or further away from my goal? And then I think it was the one around, if I say yes to this, Mm. what am I saying no to? And I really like your idea. Pop it on a post-it note. I feel like that's going to be the action for today. Put those questions on a post-it note. Maybe you'll ask all four, maybe you'll ask two or three, but just have them nearby so that you can reflect. Because oftentimes the biggest barrier is actually remembering these things in the moment. But the more you practice, the better it will be. And I'm going to add a little something. When you ask yourself these questions, I want you to bring the energy of what if I answered this question as if my life depended on it, you know, (laughs) as if this is the stakes are high here. This is an important question. Take it really seriously. I love that. That gives, that does give a bit of a energy of, oh, okay, this is serious. I need to get onto it. And I've got to answer that quickly because if my life depended on it, I can't just sit on the fence for 24 hours and have a wonder around (laughs) how I might answer. So that's a really good pick up the butt. I love it so much. So so people, those four questions, we'll repeat them one more time. What matters the most right now? What matters the least right now? Is taking this action moving me closer towards my goal or further away from my goal? And if I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? I trust that those questions are going to help you over the coming days and weeks and months to really start to take action with purpose that will see you arrive where you want to. I think that's it for now, Nick. I think that's it too. I'm going to go get a post-it note and write those questions down myself and stick it on the computer because this is a never-ending learning process, isn't it? And love that. Thank you, Ness, for sharing your insights. And thank you, everybody, for joining us again. We love having you. We love being in your listening ears. That's better. And we love having you in our community. Have a gorgeous day. (laughs) Have a great week. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's app. If you loved what you heard, find us on LinkedIn and let us know what you enjoyed. Also, don't forget to rate and review. And of course, share this episode with your biz besties. Ness and I are obsessed with helping you break through your business and life barriers to get you to your next frontier of growth. We bring two business minds and two perspectives into your business. 
As the magician, I help connect the dots, see the possibilities and the hidden potential. And as the architect, Ness turns those possibilities into practice, implementing plans and frameworks. Because let's face it, every vision needs a practical pathway to success. We offer business health checks, taking you from chaos to clarity in just 30 days. Are you curious to find out more? Send us an email or go old school and give us a call. All our details are in the show notes and on our website. Until next time, happy listening and here's to thriving in business and life.